It's been a huge day for Bitcoin as we break above 20,000 to add some on. In fact, we're at the highs of the session in the aftermarket right now with BTC trading at 21,265 in futures. Jeff Dorman is joining us, Chief Investment Officer at ARCA. So, Jeff, the Bitcoiners are celebrating today as we make it back and beyond the 2017 big bubbly high. What does it mean to you? Is it all clear from here for the massive run we've been hearing about for years? Well, I think we're in the midst of the massive run. I mean, we were at you know 4,000 only seven months ago, so we're already up 500% from the lows. We are definitely part of that run already. Um, you know, look, it's really hard to tell you where Bitcoin is going in terms of price appreciation. What's much easier to do is tell you that the floor is higher, right? The floor is higher right now because of the cost that it is to mine, because of how little supply there really is, and because of how many new entrants are coming into this market. I mean. Bitcoin touches more parts of the financial system than any other asset other than U.S. Treasuries. You have corporate treasurers looking at it. You have macro funds. You have FX and commodity funds. You've got long short equity funds. You've got digital asset native funds. You know, you've got individuals across the globe. So the floor is higher. Whether or not we explode from here or not, it's anyone's guess. But but it is certainly as positive as it's been from a risk reward standpoint that we've seen in a long time. So is positive from a risk reward standpoint, um, apart, even with it at all time highs, do you think that we'll see the 20,000 is now a support area? I know when you mentioned the higher floors, that's what we got when we got the bottom at 3,000. That was a really important point of keeping the Bitcoin trend intact of higher highs and higher lows. It's a crucial part of crypto canon that Bitcoin's boom bust cycle gets to bigger booms and higher levels at the bust too. So it seems like we're in that boom moment. What does it tell us now? I mean, it's not like 22, 21,000, right? I mean, all the things that I read and hear, it's supposed to be like some other big leg. I mean, we heard $50,000, $100,000 predictions three years ago. Are those finally now the targets that we need to think about like what's the range what's the realm of possibility yeah i mean look the, the the upside is fairly infinite in the sense that we have no idea how high this can go right i mean all the price predictions that you hear out there it's 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 people coming out of the woodworks just to come up with a new price target because we just went through all-time highs right i'm not sure it's really significant other than just relative value versus gold or relative value versus other asset classes right you can put a, a huge price target on bitcoin if you're just thinking about market cap relative to these other asset classes and relative to other forms of money um you know, there's nothing significant about 20,000 per se from a technical level other than the sentiment that comes with it, right? People are excited. It's kind of like the election, right? Everybody is either really excited because the outcome was finally what they expected, or everyone's really mad because they were left out and they're looking for reasons to say that it's going to go straight down. The reality is, this is a different market than we've ever seen before. Uh, you mentioned when we first came on here that after the close, Bitcoin is higher. There, there is no close in Bitcoin. It's 24-7. But a lot of the U.S. infrastructure that is built around investing in Bitcoin, whether that's tracking stocks like the GBTC or even MicroStrategy now, those close. Yep. And we can see a huge difference between the buying power during U.S. marking hours than we see uh, uh, in Asia or on weekends or, or, or on holidays. What that means to me is there's real institutional interest. There's real T-whopping going on. There is a higher floor. And when that happens, uh, it takes away some of the volatility, right? Bitcoin used to be 120% vol. Now it's 50% annualized vol. That's what gets investors excited. The downside is more uh, contained and the upside is still you know, fairly infinite. What gets me excited, Jeff, uh, for BTC uh, was the period here between September and basically November 
where stocks were going sideways. The Nasdaq was failing to break down many times uh, instances here. The Nasdaq was dropping and Bitcoin was breaking away. We saw that correlation drop in a really powerful way that uh, to me was the most compelling thing that's happened for Bitcoin yet. There's stimulus happening. There's all these things happening, recovery happening. Investors have been choosing to buy Bitcoin over the last quarter more than they have been some of the biggest tech companies. But now we've got the Nasdaq back at an all-time high, Bitcoin sitting at the all-time high. Every sentiment gauge and every investor positioning survey says this is the frothiest sentiment environment that we've had possibly since dot-com. Valuations are there by many measures. We're above early 2018, around the post-Bitcoin era. We are above 2020's start of the year, that sentiment. What's the most compelling evidence you see that this is not just another giant risk bubble that's going to get slammed again? We've got stocks here. We've got sentiment here. Is Bitcoin not just doing what every other risk asset is doing? Yeah, I'm not going to refute that. I mean, Bitcoin is doing whatever other risk asset is doing right now, right? As you mentioned, there is no fear anywhere in the market, right? The put-call ratio across equities and Bitcoin is basically as low as it's ever been. You have leverage uh, everywhere you look, right? There is no fear in the market right now. And that is inflating everything from, from you know, across every asset class, including Bitcoin and digital assets. Um, I think the difference is... Uh, Bitcoin has some properties that don't exist in other asset classes, right? We hear about risk off, risk on, we hear about safe haven. Uh, the reality is that if there really is an implosion in other markets, while Bitcoin will probably go down temporarily as well, uh, there is that safe haven element of Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin really does protect you against uh, uh, you know, government and privacy if you're in a non-US country or an emerging market country. It really does protect you against the banking system if there's another you know, 2008 type uh, uh, stress in the banking system. So there are other attributes that are going to make Bitcoin still be an investable asset even if prices start to go down. Okay. Um, and I think that, again, when you just think about the relative size of Bitcoin relative to every other asset and relative to the size of these types of institutions and investors who are coming in, Again, the floor is higher. That should give you confidence to buy. It doesn't mean it's not going lower, but it does mean that you should have more confidence from a risk-reward standpoint. Okay. Hey, Jeff, thanks for the update. Let's continue this conversation soon. Uh, good to see you. Good to have you back on the show. Jeff Dorman, Chief Investment Officer at Arca, making the case for BTC is not just another risk asset in the same camp, but with a few other tweaks to it that make a difference.